hey peeps. Welcome back to the Tits and Teeth podcast with your hosts, Jen and myself, Kyla. We are the podcast with musical theater banter and beverages, and we talk to our peers in the industry about balancing this beautiful life we lead. Our guest this week is Sam DiGiuseppe. Sam is insanely charismatic, insanely talented, and has an insanely strong jawline. (laughs) The drink of choice for Mr. DiGiuseppe, tequila. This is not a favorite drink of Jen or I, but hey, uh, that's what we do here on Tits and Teeth. We make it happen, and we make sure our guests are happy. We discuss personal goals for the future, having a relationship within the biz, and of course, we give Sam a couple of minutes to talk about his number one crush, Kelly Clarkson. Okay, side note, Jen and I have this fun idea. We obviously love our 60 Seconds with the Godfather theme song, courtesy of Jade Rapetta, but we want more theme songs. If you have a fun, silly idea for a theme song for like Tops and Tails of the Week or even like a Tits and Teeth theme song, we want to hear them. Send them to titsandteethpodcast at gmail.com. Again, titsandteethpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, your song could be featured in our episode, and how fun would that be? We love it. Okay, that's done. Let's get to the tops and tails of the week with Jen and Kai. Hi, baby girl. (laughs) We're ready for the tops and tails of the week with Kai and Jen. Yeah, that's kind of how we do it. That's the first time we've ever done that. I know. I'm into it. I, I followed you. Um, I feel like we're doing a kind of collective tops and tails today, which is a bit of a different we format yeah. from usual. But we've had a big day. We've Why had is a that big cut? day because we launched today. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we're obviously starting with the tops. Right? Oh, starting with the tops, just tippy toppy. Tippy. I don't tippy. know. If that was a terrible tippy toppy. Like um, do you want to start? Yeah, I mean. Uh, everyone was, we launched today, we launched with three episodes, uh, Krista, Sarah Matten, and Anthony McPherson, and the response from literally everyone, far and wide, and friends and acquaintances, and friends of friends, was just so lovely, and people writing to us, and posting on Instagram, and posting that they are listening, and subscribe, and one of my funny, one of the funniest ones was Reese Rowett, he said that he actually, so he said he lolled so hard, he, he, got lost and I was like no you didn't he said yes I was listening to Krista's episode and when you got to the threat level midnight part of the off like when we were talking about threat level midnight he's like I looked around and I was at Home Depot <laughs> so I was like that's fucking funny that's I like it <laughs> yeah it was a beautiful day just like shout outs from from all of our friends and I spoke to Kyla this morning and I was like you're crying aren't you she's like I'm already God. full tears it's great I honestly I didn't expect it yeah. I didn't expect that kind of love, but I wrote on my post or whatever, I was like, our community is dope. Yes, we have a wonderful theatre community here in Canada. There was some Australians that reached yes. out today. There was lots of yes. all, all beautiful things. So mm. it was a very nice and overwhelming day. So um, so <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> I'm driving home um, from the show today and I get a phone call from Kyla. <laughs> Just um, <laughs> as everybody's sharing and reposting so we had a post on Facebook. It got shared about five times. Uh, it was, I mean, this seems small, but it was seven. It was seven, okay. seven right. times, Jen. Great. So then what happened, Kyla? So my, I get a text from my mom. <laughs> she was like, 
My beautiful, sweet mom was like so supportive and has shared this post that we, Jen, put out at like midnight last night. And uh, she was like, so proud of my girl, da 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 da. New endeavors. New endeavors. (laughs) And then she gets a message from somebody that she went to high school with. She's like, I never usually would have checked it, but I did. And it said, um, is your daughter uh, like doing some kind of porn or something? <laughs> and I was like, what? And I, my first thing in my head was like, somebody has hacked our website, da 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 da. I was like, it's gonna be bad. It's going to a porn site. I get online and I look at the post and I was like, oh, fuck balls. <laughs> it's just, it said titsandteeth.com so. rather than our website is titsandteeth.com podcast.com <laughs> and so the link that was in this Facebook post so that we're in shared. our official launch post that, and mind you Brent and I were up coming home from the show the yeah. night before just fixing all the details on the website to make sure everything was perfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kyla and I had been messaging emailing checking you know? the post making sure it was perfect we there was one going out at midnight great um and I just I guess in my haste just wrote titsandteeth.com <laughs> So I think that one got, it was oh, up fuck. for a, like no, a good. This was by 5 p.m. <laughs> like this was, this was all day. And my mom had put, so I called my mom afterwards and I was like, mom. And she's just laughing. Also, my mom doesn't sound like my rendition of my mom. Not at all. But just so you know. Um, so I called her and she's laughing. She's like, and your aunts will have seen that. <laughs> I wanted to share it for them so that they could see it. They would have clicked, they would have clicked the webpage. I was like, oh my God. Fantastic. Just, just so proud of my girl. So when you look at our website, <laughs> it is in fact Tits and Teeth Podcast. podcast. Not titsandteeth.com. Oh. Unless you're up for a different kind of good time. Yeah. Good for you. Go hey. for it. But uh, to goodness. So that's our tops and tails um, of the week. I hope you guys lulled as much (laughs) as we did. Goodness. Let's go. All right, all right. right, right. Sing our theme song, Jade. (laughs) It's time for 60 Seconds with a Godfather. 60 Seconds with a Godfather. Not 20, not 30, not 40, not 50. It's 60 Seconds with a Godfather. (laughs) Yep. So three, two, one. What's your middle name? Oh, we're doing the 60-second thing. Yes! Oh, I, I wasn't you're, told. You're okay, at five seconds. My middle name is Evan Powell. <laughs> to uh, Starbucks or Tim Horton? Starbucks. New Yorker, New Yorker, L.A. This is, okay, uh, New no. York, New York. Uh, can I go off and say New York, L.A. or Toronto? Toronto. Uh, I messed up, I messed up. Uh, did you ever have your ear pierced? No. I'll skip over this. Uh, would you rather lick a dog turd or eat someone else's booger? Eat someone else's booger. Great. Did you ever wear eyeliner on a daily basis because fashion? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, but I wanted to. (laughs) Favorite Friends character? Oh, um, uh, Rachel. Do you let anyone else drive your car? (laughs) Only Adam Charles. Have you pooped today? Oh, no. I haven't. (laughs) You and Adam have done it on that couch over there, haven't you? Yes. Male celebrity crush? Oh, who's Superman? 
Henry Cavill. Got it. Done. That is 60 seconds Ooh. with Sam DiGiuseppe. I hope Ooh. you learned something new about Sam today. I mean, no one I told did. me we were starting with the 60 second thing. So <laughs> You lost at least you three seconds. You didn't get it on the three, two, one. You didn't just assume. I thought that's how we started. Oh. I thought it was like three, two, one. Welcome to Tits oh, and Teeth Podcast. Yeah, no, Sorry, what was your middle name? Evan who? Evan Powell. Evan. It's my mom's oh. maiden name because oh, she's a modern gosh. woman. She I kept her last name and then she gave it to us as a middle name. Ah, oh, that's so nice. It's, it's very, good. It is very Joan. She's she is a strong woman. Joan is a strong woman. She, loves, yeah, she has a strong she bob and a power suit. She does. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah, gosh, she does. that's fantastic. Tell us more <laughs> about Joan. Fancy Joan. Yeah, she fancy. Yeah, she that. bougie. Okay, she's yeah, bougie. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. about your dad? He oh, is not as bougie. Okay, they complement each other really well. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. dad is. You would think okay, so. My dad's a judge, okay. so you would think that he like I think a certain sort of. Um, reputation comes with that job position okay yeah but he's like the kindest softest like sweetest man and like very like just about like family and he doesn't want to travel he just wants to stay home in thunder bay with like the dog who's evil and joan's like bye and joan is full like i'm going on my bougie trip she goes on like three a year yeah yeah yeah. she loves it and he like supports her and is like go travel i don't want to but have fun and That's just come so back nice. safe. So yeah. I guess, um, which we'll I'll talk about this with you later, but family is very important to you. Family is very important to me. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. We love I that. love my family. Um, okay, so let's, we will move on. And we are giving you two minutes. I don't know if, we'll see, we'll time this a little bit. Two minutes to talk about AKA Kelly Clarkson. Okay. <laughs> you only get two fucking minutes. <laughs> you get two minutes to either... Sway listeners or get Sam them on your side. Wait, is this like a is this like a like an unfiltered this monologue? Just, uh, yeah, if you want, if we you knew want instead of asking you a million questions about <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, we were as we were writing a list, we were like, what are things that Sam is passionate about? And yeah, yeah, yeah. this obviously came up is multiple one. times. Yeah. So you have a time limit to talk about Kelly Clarkson, uh, like why she's important, why she has an important voice, why she her? should be the pop star that we are all listening to. Sam Giuseppe, what do you have to say? This is a lot of pressure. Okay. I'm better at like the anecdotal Kelly Clarkson conversation. The like somebody brings up a Kelly Clarkson thing, and I'm like, oh, really? That's interesting. Let me give you all of these facts that I know about her. Because I am, we're not going to get into okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, Kelly Clarkson <laughs> on The Voice. Kelly Clarkson on The Voice. Um, first, like two or three episodes, maybe needed to take it down a notch. Love her still. Lots of energy. Okay. Settled into it. Mm-hmm. She was very excited. Mm-hmm. Great. Here's how I feel about Kelly Clarkson. I, love it. I she won American Idol when I was in grade seven, just like a young closeted gay boy yeah. watching American Idol, and then she like came out with all of her like super angsty when she was super popular, like since you've gone all that stuff. When I was like going through puberty, okay, is so this I like and wanting to wear eyeliner, and I, wa- <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish that I could wear <laughs> eyeliner, but I would be severely mocked. Um, this is when I had, yeah, we had a we had a computer assignment. In I love grade this seven, story. I always made <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing. I don't talk about this. We had a computer assignment in grade seven. In grade seven, where we had to make a website, so I made which is a little bit prior to when like everybody there was no Facebook, there was no Twitter. Days. Yeah, it was like make a like a like a GeoCities website. Does anybody yes. remember that GeoCities? <laughs> so I obviously made a Kelly Clarkson fan page. Oh, um, that then became. Like sort of a popular fan yeah, page. It got like a people bit of sort of like it was right? like low key a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um 
except I was just stealing content from other websites and putting it on my, like, GeoCities website. So then I got in trouble. I actually got in trouble for doing that, just, like, in grade seven. Like, the owners of the legitimate websites were like, you actually can't do that. So I stopped doing my website. Um, But I just feel like, for me personally, I think that her voice is, like, the most... It is, like, out of... Like, out of this world spectacular. And I don't think that her music shows it off. Great. And I totally, like, I am open to um, people not liking her music. I totally get that. I don't love all of her specific music. Mm -hmm. But the real Kelly comes in if you listen to the covers. You have to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Is the two minutes over yet? I'm embarrassing myself. No, you still get that. It comes in with the cover. So you have to listen to, like, her cover of I Know You Won't by Carrie Underwood at, like, the VH1 Unplugged show she did. Specific. Or Up to the Mountain, her Patty Griffin cover of Up to the Mountain. Or, I mean, anything. At her show, she has a thing where why? she covers okay, a new why? song every okay. show. Yeah. She picks a request from the audience, done on Twitter. She learns it that day, and she sings it that night. Amazing. And they're unreal. Because okay. her voice suits so many styles of music. Which you're, which a lot of other pop stars don't. Is that where you're kind I mean, of alluding well, to? I pop stars can't, like, really sing. Okay, okay. Yeah, but yeah. if I was Like, if you're compared to, like, someone like Mariah Carey, like, sure, like, Mariah Carey has an amazing voice, too. Right. I prefer- what about Beyonce? Like, if you had Beyonce or Kelly Clarkson, why, why do you jump? Well, what makes it? Beyonce amazing is all of the things Beyonce does. Yes. Right? right. Like... I mean, she has an amazing voice, too, but Beyonce's thing is being Beyonce. Kelly Clarkson (laughs) can't be Beyonce. She's not going to get up on stage and, like, do all that shaking and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand. Just stand. You go to a Kelly Clarkson concert to listen to her sing. Mm -hmm. Not that Beyonce isn't a great singer. I've also met her twice, and she's, like, the nicest person on the planet. Um, I like that when Sam goes to Kelly Clarkson's concert, because there's other super fans that are there. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we talking about (laughs) this? I just love it. I think it's so so embarrassing. Sometimes the other super fans are like, oh, hey, Sam, how's it going? They do. They do. Well, I, like, was really active on the Kelly Clarkson message board growing up. Um, And I'm, like, less active on it now. I'm not saying I don't visit it, but I'm less active on it now. And people, yeah, people were like, oh, you're so-and-so from the, yeah. That's the thing. I am. And cut to, I would go, Joan, bring it back to Joan. Because I was, like, in grade seven when she first started touring. I've seen her eight times, and every time I've seen her has been with my mom because she brought me when I was too young to go by myself. So now it's like our thing we do together. That's so So cut to though, like, I'm like 13, and these like crazy, like these like Kelly Clarkson fans who are like like, older women generally. Yeah, yeah. My mom's like, what the fuck? (laughs) She's like, get off that message board. I was just gonna say nothing. We just met on the message (laughs) board. It's like a parent's nightmare. (laughs) But at least it was like, what a terrible Kelly Clarkson. Not, not like, you know. I don't know, something crazy. Something crazy. Yeah. Something crazier. Okay, your time is up. It's done. We've done it. It's over. I'm so sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> no, I loved it. I actually loved it. But go listen good. to the I Know You Won't cover from the VH1 Unplugged <laughs> series. Go. I go hope Kelly's listening. Hey, Kel. I hope Kelly's listening too. Hey, hey Kel. Come on, come on the show, Kel. You know what? Can I can tell a quick story yes. of this really mean thing that happened to me? When I was on tour with Wheel of Rock You. Um, we played in Nashville, which is where Kelly Clarkson lives. Okay. And I, she goes to see theater. She loves seeing shows. She loves them. So I was like, guys, she lives here. Yeah. She like likes music. She might come see the show. Like she yeah. comes and sees shows at the venue we were playing. So also, like, super fan Sam is in the also, show. Also, I'm in the so show. So like, might, she's like, met me. She's got to remember. Yeah. Um. So I told her, her, I, so I was like, guys, if we tweet her a lot, maybe she'll like see the show. Maybe she'll come. Cut to, um. The guy I was seeing at the time, paired with the like um, 
the general manager or, or somebody at this, it wasn't the stage manager, I forget, the, the company manager. Mm-hmm. And they forged a letter from no. Kelly Clarkson's management saying that she was coming and wanted to come backstage after. <gasps> it was this whole joke. And cut to me, so I was a swing, I wasn't on that night, just me in the audience looking for Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> she wasn't there. That's and like half the cast was in on it and then a couple of them, the nice ones, we're like, that's not real shit. That's hot. <laughs> Isn't that so <laughs> mean? And I was like, we were in a mean, full like, fight about it. I was like, funny. you don't go Have there with the Kelly. <laughs> you don't mess with Kelly. Like if someone was like, Kelly Clarkson is downstairs right now, I'd be like, that's not real. But we like had that tweeted her legit. and she lives yeah. in the tent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ooh, like, I was mad. Hey, Ooh, I was mad. The joke did not it. land. Yeah, yeah. That is pranks gone wrong. For sure. All right. That's Kelly done. No more Kelly. You can, but feel free to bring her up throughout the, the podcast. Don't, but don't, fuck, don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. I wasn't expecting to talk about her at all. Thank you for giving me that we, time. You're, welcome. you're so welcome. We look after our guests. <laughs> you're up tits and tea. Goodness. Sam made us popcorn, and then we talked about Kelly Clarkson. It <laughs> Sounds was like the perfect time. Yeah, we popped champagne. champagne. It was great. Right. Um, okay, so moving on to the questions. My dear friend, you have a goal to become a lawyer. You've done the degree completion um, program at Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that having an undergrad in musical theater is going to be a hindrance or a help to you in your further goal? This is like a professional segue. Oh like God. now we are talking about <laughs> professional things. Yeah. We've moved on from Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah, so I have always been really fascinated by the law. I said that my dad's a judge. Um, mm-hmm. And I grew up watching, he was a lawyer for a large part of my life. And mm-hmm. I was always super fascinated with his work. Yeah. Um, and he did a really great job of not bringing the work home. And, like, I saw, I didn't feel like he wasn't around when I was growing up. He right. was there all the time and all yeah. the things and on all the trips. Do so you? my, like, version of a lawyer was not this, like, person who was removed from his family and had to work for, you know, mm-hmm. 15, 17 hours a day. And, yeah. um, and I'm sure that that exists. But I was always really fascinated by it. And that's sort of what I wanted to do ages like four through 12. So like, like growing up mm-hmm. was the expectation on you to be a lawyer or no, that's something that you no, were like, no, no, this no. is that no. Was, yeah, Did that... you go and buy a curly wig and a gavel and like play lawyer? <laughs> that's a judge. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Damn it, guys. But, uh, all of my things, or maybe the lawyers wasn't None of, uh, no. all of my like it's things just... you make when you're like oh, in England. Kid. In England. Did you say in England? Do the in lawyers put them too? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, guys, no, lawyers don't. What do I want? Just yeah, the just, the judges. Judges. just the judges. Motherfuckers. <laughs> um, no, I really, and I sort of happened into theater in like the last few years of high school and really loved it. Mm-hmm. So it's always been a really big passion by something I'm really interested in, something I do eventually want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, do I think that it's, do I think having the musical theater degree is a hindrance? As far as I know, yeah. if, because I've I've been like actively taking, I wrote my LSATs, um, and I've been like, like d- gone through the application process. Yeah. And anyone that I've spoken to um, has said that it will actually be a really big benefit rather right. than a hindrance because. Yes. Yeah, why? Um, a lot of. I guess it's never going to be a bad thing, right? It's never going to be a bad thing to have a different kind of degree. Well, but I, think I mean, it, if it, you come in with like. Could you say, like, if you come in with a bigger degree, if you come in with like something like crazy, your undergrad of. Of engineering from, oh, I don't think you can. There are certain that schools. That yeah, yeah. yeah there are certain schools that um, are more interested in that than maybe what I have. Yeah, but okay. that's not. Those schools wouldn't be the right place for me anyway. Like I know yeah, that U of obviously. T, the like main school in Toronto, 
really likes their undergrads to have like a poli sci undergrad, like yeah. a really sort of um, stereotypical uh, undergrad that you take in order to go to law school. Oh, almost in order to go to politics, kind of thing. Uh, I mean, a poli sci is a, is a sort of common undergrad for law school. Okay, right. Um, so, uh, like, maybe there it won't benefit me, mm-hmm. but. Um, so many of the applications are the same and thousands of people apply to all of the programs. Mm-hmm. So if, if at very least it will make me stand out from a group of people, like yeah. I don't think that anybody so with in, a musical theater degree is typically yeah, applying to law school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the feedback I've received thus far is that it is a benefit. That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. That's cool. And so does that affect the kind of lore you want to go into? Are you going into, like, I don't know, actually, no, this is it. Are you going into arts law? Are you going into, or are you just general? To be completely honest, I always sort of thought that I would go into criminal law. Okay. Um, but as I get older, it sort of scares me. Like, I don't know that I love the idea of constantly being surrounded by people who have committed crimes. Right. Um, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, dangerous crimes. Because um, Netflix just makes it look so glamorous. Or it scares you out of it. Yeah, one or the other. Um, <laughs> but I... I don't know. I think that I would go... Often, um, people go into law school not knowing what kind of law they want to practice mm-hmm. and not really knowing a lot about the law. Mm-hmm. You learn that. Like, the LSAT, the test that you have to write to be a lawyer, yeah. has nothing to do with the law. It's um, a, a test that is built to um, see the way that you think, to test the cool. way that you think. So there's reading comprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a writing portion at the end. And there's sort of, like, problem-solving. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it tests your brain more than it's a matter of like memorizing facts. Okay. So then what is the way that a lawyer should think? Like, do you, do you know that I'm answer? Not, it's I'm, be not, I'm not a lawyer. I mean, it's not right. a law school yet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. But well, like, it's like analyzing it's things quickly. Mm-hmm. So yes. each okay. section of the LSAT is timed. Okay. This is really fascinating. I actually like, I, <laughs> I love it. I think this each, is it. Each section of the LSAT is timed. Um, and there are, for example, there will be, um, a, like a short answer, or a, a short paragraph question, and you have to, and then a series of answers that are multiple choice, and you have to read that paragraph, and then it'll ask a question, and then you have to answer based on the information that you received from that paragraph that you right. read. So how quickly you're it's processing like how, quick, how quickly you comprehend stuff, yeah, yeah, and yeah. how quickly you can, and, and it's not necessarily the, the obvious answer. That's sort of the trick. The studying for the LSAT is sort of training your brain to think in the way that those questions are formatted. So is it like critical thinking? Is that what they're, they're yeah, going Yeah, yeah. And it's, and uh, like there's a reading comprehension section where you read, it's maybe like a thousand words. I don't know what it actually is. Something like a thousand words. And then there are a series of questions. And all that is is based on, it'll be like a passage about science. Oh. You don't need to know anything about science. You just need to remember the facts stated in that reading comprehension passage. <sighs> And there isn't yeah. the time to go back and look. Yeah. The way that it's sort of formatted is you have about one minute per question, and that doesn't leave you the time to go back to the passage and search for where that question is within mm-hmm. the info. So it's so yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's like memory. Mm-hmm. Cool. And, and then like that's deciphering so the important information like immediately. Yeah. Ugh, that's cool. Yeah. When I came out of it's a four hour test. And when I came out of the test, Did you have jelly I like cried. Yeah, because <laughs> you study for so long, and then 
yeah, and like Adam was there and we had champagne of and it was course. like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that, because I feel like dancers and people in musical theater often are in situations where you're in rehearsal mode and you're learning mm-hmm. quickly, do you think that that helped train you in any way, shape, or form? I mean, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what, like what, I did well on it. Yeah. I was really happy with how I did and I don't know that it, that if being a dancer helped me or, or didn't, I don't know how either of you, how either of you would do. Yeah. Like I, (laughs) memorizing is like an easy thing for me and and I love reading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I mean, then just to relate it back to theater, like as in you've done script, you've had to read scripts your whole life. And then, so I I feel like we're training that part of our brain. Totally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like, and dealing well under pressure, I think is a huge part of it Mm -hmm. because it's really, scary and stressful and you're in a room with like three or four hundred people oh my goodness um really close together and yeah, it's like, sort of like go and you have 35 minutes per section <sighs> and you're sweating and writing and how to like cope under that pressure that is, and, i feel like some of the people beside you who maybe have only done academic things i mean i'm sure that they have prepped for it but the the sweat and the adrenaline mm-hmm. that comes with it is a little bit i mean maybe a little bit like an, a, an audition like something that you sit and you wait and you go and you have two minutes and then you come back yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Well, and, and like preparing but then not letting the pressure like yeah. fuck you up yes. yeah yeah Great. That's so great, Sammy. We're so proud of you. Didn't fuck me up that time. (laughs) Can't say it's always the case. So, I mean, we'll keep everybody updated about Sam Sim's journey and how how his results. He promised to let us know how he's gone. And and we wish you the best of luck. And I think that's so wonderful and so exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited about it all. (laughs) Like, I love you I was, guys. Oh, Jen's so nice, and I was gonna be like, "Good luck, fucker." <laughs> <laughs> That's why we love Thanks, you. Thanks, Kai. That's, That's how dude. I show up. It's not easy oh to talk goodness. about the like ins and outs of the LSAT with tequila brain. I gotta say. Well, fun fact about the three of us: so we all have partners who are lovely, and we love them, and they're so wonderful. <laughs> but they're also in the business. They're mm-hmm. also in the musical theater business, mm-hmm. and so we wanted to talk about. Um, Holy the well, the fucking thing like the whole, it's, the thing about that. Right. <laughs> There's different ways of balancing having people working with you in the industry. This yeah, ha- you get to work with Adam for the Ooh. first time. This I know, Christmas. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're great. So and you? I yes, I'm Adam, my partner Adam so Charles. And Jen Thiessen and I are doing. A Jen show can make sure that you guys are being professional in the workplace. Right. This is jokes. Thank you, Thank you Sheridan Collier. <laughs> Who's making sure I'm being professional in the fucking workplace? <laughs> Shit. Oh, funny. For me, Dan always made sure I was being professional. Um, in the but workplace. have you ever dated somebody outside the business and brought them to an opening night, and then it, that's been un, like a different you know experience? You know what's funny? I've never. I've dated people outside the business. I've never been in a relationship with somebody outside of the You're business. You're a serial musical theater dater. I am. And you know what's funny? Oh, my gosh. I always said, I was like, I'm going to do theater, and then I'm going to marry some, like, rich guy who's going to, like, <laughs> pay for my yacht. That. That's what I, like, sort God, of I said, and I just keep falling in love with people that do theater. <laughs> I mean, and there's so many. Everybody and, and, and people are so open, and, mm. and everybody's so beautiful and sweet, and also we it's work hard really to not. weird hours, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. impossible to. And work. how do you meet other people? How? Yeah, how yeah, yeah. My goodness. Oh. Yeah. And who understand that, like, so I'm going to peace out for, like, three months. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I just going to so do bizarre, a show. Isn't it? It's all the We've things never, that we have to do. Yeah, Adam and I have never really had to deal with like really, really had to deal with the long distance thing yeah. because it sort of worked out that 
when I'm working, he's not, and when he's working, I'm not. Okay. So we can sort of, we just, he was just in Edmonton for a really long time doing yeah, a show yeah, out there. Yeah, a couple of months, right? Yeah, it was like from March till June. So is that the longest you guys had been apart? Yeah, and it was only, people laugh at me, it was, the longest we went was maybe four weeks. Okay. I did, I was like, oh, But here's life. the thing, for <laughs> us, and it's not the same for everybody, and people like, I know people who have like three month rules, or like, we oh, won't yeah. go more than this chunk of time, and. For us, we don't want to go more than four weeks. So after four weeks, he flew from Edmonton for 24 hours just yes. to be here on his day off so he could see me. Because that's yeah. just, at this point, that's what we want that's to do. Yeah, and Justin it's worth Stadnick it. Justin has that rule. Hi, Justin. Um, yeah. I think that he's is a couple of weeks as well. Just because after that time, you miss each other for a little uh, bit. And then, and then you get comfortable. Yeah, I love yes. that. I kind of yeah. love that. Like, you have a rule. Figure it out. Get to each other in that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And if you and can't, it's different. I mean, it's fine. Di- yeah, but it's different for everyone. I think, like, Dan and mine, it's probably six weeks. Six Past six weeks, you're a little, like, <clears throat> and just, like... Well, what I find is you start getting comfortable being by yourself. Yeah. So yeah. you adjust to a life separate from the person, which is fine. And we all have lives separate from our partners, I know, or I think I that we should. Like that. That's really I, yeah, important to me. Yeah, that's healthy. This is another conversation I had with Adam about the show we're all doing together. Yeah. Um, and he will do this. I don't even know why I said it. Sometimes I like to over plan. And he's like, babe. <laughs> well, that's because I we're know. all working theater. So we're <laughs> yeah, all yeah, kind yeah. of perfectionist. But he's like the most low-key <laughs> yeah. person ever, right? Like, he's okay. so yes. laid back. Yes. And I'm really type A. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> but he, I was like, I want, I don't want, like, we have to, like, have, we have to have, like, separate friends, like, in the show. Like, I want you to, like, have your friends in the show. And, like, I'll have... And he was like, babe, we're just going to, like, be, Slash like, people down. are just going to, like, hang out. Like, yeah. he's like, like I'm in it. Do I have to No, do you know what I mean? Like, he was like, you need to relax. And I was like, I know. I just, we've never done it before. Yeah. Um, um, so just keeping with relationships and um, relationships in the business, do you find that, that there's anything, do you ever, did you ever have a period where you had to sacrifice a relationship for the business? Did you ever have that experience? I, yeah. I'm just speaking while I'm here. Yeah. Um... No, I, f- I feel like, no, there've been cool. some, some relationships that maybe the business was part of the reason why the relationship didn't end up working. Do you mind telling us about that? I mean, I don't want to get into, <laughs> no, into not, too not, many not specifics. Details, yeah. No, yeah, but like, worry. you know, like the, there are just, there are instances where. I asked, sorry to, I asked only because I feel like there'll be a lot of people that will relate because it's such a bizarre thing that we do. And, um, there's a lot of sacrifices that go into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, so y- yeah, I did, um, a tour for a really long time and was involved with somebody on that tour and it was sort of like weird and complicated almost the whole time. He's a great guy, but like the lesson that I learned was to probably not get involved with somebody at the beginning of a contract that's going to be at least a year, maybe longer because then you're sort of stuck with them. I mean, luckily in that specific instance, we like remained friends the whole time. Um, But it's hard to, you sort of, the beginning of a relationship is lust and excitement and mm-hmm. you want to spend all your time with the person. And then as the the relationship grows, you either realize that you want to continue spending that much time with that person <laughs> or you realize that maybe you don't. Uh, which is why it's important in any, like, big relationship, I think, to also have a life, like you said before, to have a yeah. life outside of yeah. it and make sure that that relationship can exist within those kind of lives. Within. This is the first time with Adam is the first time that I haven't felt jealousy about him yeah. um, and the things that he gets. Like, I 
am more excited when he books a gig than I am when I book a gig. Yeah. Like, full, like, cry when he nice, books a gig. nice, isn't it, guys? Yeah, like, I just, I like having a separate life. Mm-hmm. And not to say that I want to be away from Adam, because I don't. I want to see Adam every day. Mm-hmm. But I like that we go apart, because then we have things to talk about when we're right. together. Yeah. It's like if you text your partner all day long, like you have nothing healthy, to have a phone Sam. call about at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah, I like that we have separate lives we have separate friends and do separate things we also have a lot of overlap there's tons of overlap but i love because then what do you what do you talk about not saying this about you guys that works for you guys and that and a lot of people i would say most people really want to work with their partners i do want to just throw something to um to kyla uh, just about relationships on on that one (laughs) so just because um sam mentioned it before but that you and dan work together a lot we've been very fortunate yes do you find that you guys are do you ever have to fight the stigma of being oh dan's in that show so then kyla can get hired or is oh my god all the time identities tell us about it yeah again we've been very fortunate to work together a lot um but we do kind of opposite things in the shows that we've done mm-hmm. there's been a couple that Dan and I have both been in the ensemble but I am mainly like I am an ensemble member I do a few feature parts Dan usually does leads and so when we're in a show we do, we rarely cross like in the actual um, plot of the show and so that is nice that like I get my dressing room he gets his dressing rooms there is separate separation there but I I have said it to the agency before and I and I hope I we both convey this that like we love working together we do we do we absolutely love it but if my career or his career is going in a different trajectory um the fact that we don't get to work together should not be a contributing factor Mm -hmm. to what jobs we get. Mm -hmm. We both have different things that we want to accomplish and different things that we want to, um, different shows that we want to do. Sometimes those are the same shows and we love to work together when we can, but like my, my career is my career and the best decision for me is Such what I'm going to take. Stigma that comes up, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what? I know. Some people it's think that we that, that we only take jobs together. Yeah. We don't. We've mm-hmm. been. I think because we started to work um, when we got together, we were in a show together, and we were lucky that entire first year to work together in different theaters everywhere, so that people got to see us uh, work together and be professional together, and and learn those things, and they were comfortable then with. Um, hiring both of us at the same time again and I think that's that is a testament to like being professional in a work environment because Mm -hmm. if you're not then people are gonna be like well we're not gonna hire them together next time (laughs) and we have been or if you were uh, fighting or whatever or fighting or too close it is like I was like fighting I was like I don't think I've ever been I mean like I do want to just shout it out at the end to um, everyone who's listening. I want to shout it out to my single ladies and gents as well. Hey. In or outside Ready the business. Oh, 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 oh. I love 
Adriana. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, um, yeah, we love we love you all, and I know that everybody um, listening will have different opinions on all of this because everyone has a million yes. experience dating also, in and so, outside. Yeah, the business, and it's different based on us. which relationships you're in, right? Like, yes. What that relation, like what that relationship dynamic is, and if that works in. Yeah. in a work environment or if it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it's really interesting that all three of us have um, partners in the biz because I think that that's kind of rare and it's something that you have to work at sometimes and yeah. whatever. Anyway, yeah. so that, Anyhow, that's that little okay. segment. We, we hit our 10-minute uh, mark, so we want to move on. Yeah, yeah, let's move and on. And hit you up. But while we're talking about relationships and family, uh-huh. is like a family in your future? Are you a person that wants <gasps> yeah. like kids? Uh-huh. Or is that loaded? <laughs> is that, oh, my God. We really took it. This is a, just, yeah, we took a ser- it. They asked we're the serious question. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I really, really do. And that's important to Adam, too. And we've talked about it. I mean, I want kids for sure. Um, and I want a house and a dog and kids and, you know, all of it. And to be married, that's stuff that's important to me. And it's not for everybody. And there's no, like, none of my want for that has anything to do with um, uh, what any of my friends are, want or what, like, I, I think a lot of it is I see the relationship that my parents have. Mm-hmm. Um and I, my joke is <laughs> that my parents having such a good relationship sort of fucked me up because right. statistically it's not how it always goes, right. you know? Right. That's and, and of course there's like uh, evidence that goes to that if you come from parents who have split up, that that also sort of impacts your interest in having a long-term relationship. Oh, but yeah. I see my parents um, and I was like, I want that I was yeah. like, but that is rare, I think. Like, it's just like they are like more in love now than, they, than when they met. And oh, they so compliment each other so well. I've never seen them fight. I'm sure they do, yeah. but I've never seen it. Right. Um, That's so nice. They both care about each other so much and support each other so much. Goodness, what's the bloody trick? Well, exactly, right? So that's what I want that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I found a person who cares about me and supports me as much as anybody could. Hundo P. Like uh, he. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> You're married already, <laughs> babe. Oh my god! I don't know what I would do without him. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> okay, let's all get married. Let me do it. Bless. But I think that, like, I mean, same for both of you, right? Like, you just. I don't think that there's one person out there for everybody. Mm. I don't buy into that. I think that there are a number of people that you are compatible with. Mm -hmm. But I have found, I've been lucky enough to find a person that I can't imagine finding somebody who would deal with my shit better than he <laughs> Like, on top of all of the That's other things that is great about him, he's just like... We're good when we're good, but if you can deal with my shit yeah. when we're bad... Like, if you can fuck. deal with me when we go to Ikea and they don't have the patio furniture I want and then I'm in a silent rage on the and whole drive hungry. home... You guys, you should see that... Speaking of patio and furniture, you should see this beautiful <laughs> oh apartment God, it's today. It is... Like, we took more Instagram videos and stories than anything. <laughs> anywhere else because it's perfect anyway yeah, that's yeah. what I mean if you can handle me at my Ikea yes. you can <laughs> then Ikea. we're meant to be <laughs> oh, I bloody love yeah, that so if you were to give any advice to um, young ladies or men um, coming up in the business what would it be um, and why I think so that, that, I think that that tra- <laughs> 
I got a kiss. Hey, I think they are married. I Should I leave you, ladies? <laughs> okay. Um, Back to the question. You. Okay. I think that, you... that that question's loaded. Yeah, and I think that is. the sort of typical answer is like, to like, don't take no for an answer and go to class, and which is all legitimate. You should mm-hmm. do all of those things. I think um, what's been really helpful for me is that I was really lucky enough when I went to Sheridan to like meet this like core group of people who had the same sort of dreams and ambitions as me, who were equally motivated. And we sort of stayed as like a core group um, beyond Sheridan and were like a really strong support system for each other. Like there was never any jealousy. There was never any competition. And this is boys and girls, like multiple girls and multiple boys in this group of like five or six people. Um, And I think that it's really important. I think that it's, I think that, it's important to um, like have a group of people who will see you through the high, high highs and the lows. And I've been through both. Like I've had some really fortunate like moments in my career and I've gone through some shit too. And I don't know. Like, and Kyla is one of those people. And you know, like you have, like that's nice. You have friends and it's more, and and also just remembering that like it's not it's not that big a deal it's not personal and like if you don't book that gig it's not that big a deal there's another gig and like if you're if you were this close to that Mervis show and you didn't get it you can't then be like in a rage about the people that got it and still not go support it and yeah you know like I think that it's just the show and support the people think about yourself as an individual um, and what you individually contribute. Right? I think that's a beautiful message just for people coming up and just um, just support your friends Heck and yes. know that you do you and what's in, what's important for someone else isn't like necessarily your story and it's really great to get behind the people, yeah. the, uh, other people in the business. Which so much easier to just... Felt this week. Hell yeah. It's oh so much God. easier to just go it. and like things, yeah. right? Than to like... Be, be like angry about, about it, yeah. Or view it with a critical Just eye. Don't have You're fun. like, yeah. I mean, we all like we're always going to view stuff with a critical eye, but like if you can let yourself just enjoy something, mm-hmm. man, it's. You see theater like regular people see it. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? We're going to sing for you because this is oh. how we finish. Oh, shit. Okay, it's over. <gasps> Bitches are lit, titties out, Ay. turkey's done. <laughs> <laughs> so much for listening in to tits and teeth we hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you have any stories questions or comments you'd like to share with us please write to us at tits and teeth podcast at gmail.com in the words of my mate kyla we'd be jazzed to hear from you and we'd likely share an email on the show just saying don't forget to subscribe rate and review us if you liked our pod this will really help us get our podcast out there to more listeners especially within this these first few weeks of launching so we really appreciate that you can follow us on instagram at tits and teeth podcast or you can visit us on our website at titsandteethpodcast.com if you're interested in following the adventures of our amazing guest from this week sam d giuseppe you can find him on instagram at sam d giuseppe s-a-m-d-i-g-i-u-s-e-p-p-e if you want to follow myself and kyla you can find kai at at kai muscles or you can find myself at at jennifer claire Thiessen. 
This week's shout out goes to Danielle Benton, who designed our fabulous tits and teeth logo. You can contact this superb little lady at 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 Danielle at NorfolkDesignCo.com. Norfolk Design Co. is a web design company and development studio specializing in digital design, website development, and customization, branding, white hat SEO, and custom animation. It all sounds very fancy because it is, and she's a very fancy lady, and we love her. That's it. You guys, thank you for all the posts, the stories, the shares, the messages, the texts, the comments, the DMs. We are receiving it all. We are so thankful and so grateful to every single one of you. So I'm taking all that love and I'm sending it straight back out to you. You're making me want to do a stanky leg. That's right. I'm doing a stanky leg. All right, you guys. Tits up, teeth out. Have the best bloody week. Bye.